Welcome to Lightbridge Living Book, the podcast where we hear the stories of our students, staff, and faculty and get to know each other a little better. So sit back, relax, and listen to the stories that make our lightning family spark. another episode of our Lightridge Living Book podcast and this week we are joined by Dr. Felicia Lewis, one of our Lightridge assistant principals. Welcome Dr. Lewis. Thank you for having me. We're very happy to be here today. So as with every week uh, we're going to start with our first question which is what is your why? What is my why? So my why has a lot to do with students and the passion and love that I have for that moment when a student figures out something that they didn't know, and we call it the aha moment. Um, I love teaching kids science and math. So when they figure out something like Pythagorean theorem, or if we're looking at blood splatter with forensics, figuring out that, oh, this math, this science actually does play a part in the world. So that is part of my why, just inspiring students. That's great. So why don't you tell me about the first job you ever had? So I graduated from Boston University and my first job there was training capuchin monkeys to work with quadriplegics. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a very interesting science job, but at the same time you felt like a vet also because the monkeys were so cute but they were messy. They would go and grab straws and throw them, but they were actually trained to retrieve food, straws, items for quadriplegics, most of which who had um, been injured in war. So they were wartime vets that became quadriplegics, and the capuchin monkeys helped them in their daily life. Wow, that's incredible. So what was your like background in college that got led you to that job? So I'm in ba- at Boston University, I studied human physiology, and that was kind of my lead in. One of my science teachers was like, oh, you really like this job because you like animals and you're good with people, so give this a shot, and I did. I enjoyed it. Were they, I assume that the monkeys were mischievous at times? Always stealing stuff. (laughs) They would take things out of your hair, your sunglasses, and run all over, and they would love for you to chase them. Yeah. So that was very interesting. So I spent some time, I did a study abroad in China, and we climbed Mm -hmm. a Buddhist pilgrimage mountain that was known for its wild monkeys. (laughs) And these monkeys stole a bottle of Coke. So I have a picture of a monkey sitting on top of a roof of this monastery, like biting into a bottle of Coca-Cola. And that was, yes, the mischievous monkeys. They are, they are, but they're fun-loving. That's so interesting. Uh, What are some of your passions and hobbies? So one of my passions is cooking. I love to cook. I watch every cooking show out there. Um, I DVR them so I can come home and try them with my family. I grew up in an Italian neighborhood in New York, in Long Island. So I have a lot of really good Italian authentic recipes um, that my neighbors taught me, as well as Southern soul food. What's like your go-to comfort food? Like if you've had a bad day and I need... Go-to comfort food would be a big pan of chicken masala with angel hair pasta, extra sauce on it, gravy, 
and uh, of course a glass of water. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> very good. Uh, how about traveling? So where are some of the favorite places you've ever been to? Um, traveling, so I have been to China, which was very interesting, got to walk on the um, wall, Great Wall of China. But I was pregnant at the time with my son. Oh my gosh. Yes, so that was an interesting trek. Um, I also visited, my best friend lives in Sweden. So I love Sweden. The food is wonderful. It's such a clean place. Everything is just like minimalistic, you know. Yeah. Um, they do have very long nights. So you have to be prepared for that depending on when you go there. Uh, but I think my all-time favorite would be Hawaii. The beach in Hawaii is like no other place. Seeing the volcano and the nature and the weather and the culture, I really, I think I'm gonna retire in Hawaii. In Hawaii. <laughs> yes, when it's time. Which islands did you visit when you were there? <sighs> you know, I visited the main island, the big island, um, Oahu. And of course we did Honolulu. I think that was it. The, the okay. Time what was your favorite? I'm hoping to go to Hawaii for <sighs> spring break, so I'm oh, looking for recommendations. <laughs> lots of pictures for you. I mean, anywhere there's a black sand beach. Okay. The sand in your toes in the black sand beach is yeah. just like nothing else. Was it hot? Like the sand gets so hot. No, it's not hot. It's just like a tropical okay. place. There's lots yeah. of shade, you know, and just the marine life, seeing dolphins. Yeah. And, it's just beautiful. Okay. Beautiful place. And you can survive off the land. You know, there's lots of fruit growing wild. Right. Waterfalls everywhere. People are so kind. Uh-huh. So definitely go there. Yeah. It's, it's on the list. It's on the list. All right. And then just to finish up, what is your favorite book or what are you currently reading? Hmm. I have a lot of go-to authors. Um, when I need courage, I read my James Baldwin, um, If Bill Street Could Talk. But I think I'm a sci-fi junkie. So my first book that I read was by Ray Bradbury, The Illustrated Man. Okay. And he really, I mean, took you somewhere. You, you, even though you're sitting in your bedroom reading, just his short stories were so captivating that it led me to the next, you know, Fahrenheit 451. And then my love for sci-fi just blossomed. Yeah. So something most people don't know, I think I'm like all into the vampire stories. Uh -huh. So a lot of Twilight, things like that. But I just love reading because you can go anywhere. Have you read Midnight Sun? I haven't. Is that a recommendation? It is. I, so that's the Twilight story, but they flip the perspective. It's told from Edward's perspective instead of Bella's perspective. Really? Uh, and it, a friend has my copy right now, but I'll bring it in for you when okay. she's done. So it is, if you liked the Twilight books, it was just very nostalgic to go back and uh, see the other side. So, I get to see yeah. Bella one more time. Yep, huh? yep. <laughs> it's not over. It's never over. That's right. <laughs> Well, wonderful. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our Light Ridge community? I'm just excited to see everyone soon, and go Bolts. Go Bolts. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Lewis. A special thank you to Dr. Lewis for being our guest. Audio credit to Anchor FM and Storyblocks for our music and transitions. If you're interested in composing original music for this podcast or being a future guest, please reach out to Amy Ivory. 
In our next episode, we will continue to get to know the Lightridge admin team as we chat with Mrs. Varab. Thanks for listening.